Blog Talk Radio.
like the end of the year and, you know, just certain month. every few months my sister comes all over and bites me, you know. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's it's, been, it's been difficult for you to find a job and be able to get out of that living situation that you're in. Yeah, and it makes it harder, too, because they keep being critical and putting me down. Why can't you find a job? What's wrong with you? It's just you resonate the way you... You know what I mean? They yeah. Won't, uh, they, well, you know, they as won't, a Pisces, as a Pisces, sometimes, as a Pisces, we, we want to take that on. You know, we want to take on those messages from others because we feel in some way that it helps them maybe. Like, in other words, it helps diffuse either some anger or something that's going on for them. But there's a lot more in your chart than just the Pisces part where you could feel very um, isolated and, um, you know, sort of in a bad situation where you feel like you're sacrificing a lot. There's a lot more in your chart than that. You have moon and Aries and you've got like four or five planets in in Aquarius. So there's a lot of personal strength in your chart as well. And, um, you know, I want to be able to tell you that there's some stability coming your way. Um, Sometimes it's not easy because, you know, you may have certain ideas about things, spiritual ideas and things that you might need to keep to yourself. Mm -hmm. But I do. Yeah. And with Saturn going, you know, into kind of a square, it's going to be just a square to your Mercury. It's not really going to be to your Mars because it will go retrograde at around 23 degrees. So that's not as bad, really. The the winter is going to be a time, I think, still, um, you know, for you to be looking at what kind of relationships can you form. Saturn rules your your seventh house so what kind of relationships could you form either in the spiritual community or in the working world that might help you you know find a job that i would suggest that if you reach out to a spiritual community that you're interested in if it's a church or another kind of group like that that there might be someone there who can help you mm-hmm. now i know you're reaching out to me but i mean someone locally who might be actually able to really help you on the ground um mm-hmm. Because, yeah, Saturn's the ruler of your seventh house, so it's going to square your Mercury, which wouldn't necessarily be easy. It might You might find it difficult to communicate the things that you need to communicate with that person, but still, I would reach out to them and or, you know, find this person. It's going to happen over the winter, maybe an older person who's very stable, somebody who can offer you some, some, some stability and some good advice or a path that you could take, Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. Thank you so much. Yeah, you're welcome. I hope you have a good night. And it's not a problem. I, I'm glad to hear from you. All right, Lena. Bye-bye. So, um, you know, I want to do the Global Energy Minute for those people who are just tuning in. The Global Energy Minute is the uh, horoscope basically for the planet. It's the planetary energy basically at this given time, the right now moment. So the Sun and Mercury are both in late um, Sagittarius. They're in the late 20s. They're conjunct, Sun and Mercury. So spiritual communication is, is heightened, as well as our ability to like look for the truth, see the truth, find the truth, and speak the truth out loud. Mercury is our way of communicating, and, um, and Mercury in Sagittarius is a really... Um, fast-paced, um, highly energized 
it's a great it's a great sign for somebody that's like you know an activist or a lawyer who's having to make a closing argument. There's a lot of energy associated with it, and and a really fine ability to 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 hone in on the truth. So combined with the sun, puts a lot of energy in truth seeking. So if there's something that you've been wanting to find out, if there's something that you've been wanting to uh, correct or that you've been wanting to speak out about, I know that I personally had a little encounter um, with, you know, somebody actually wanted to hire me for something and I, uh, you know, spoke to them a little bit about um, what it was that they, you know, wanted me to do and I kind of called out a couple of things and they were like, you're absolutely right and um and you know that all worked out really good because i feel like this sun mercury and sag energy is very strongly pointed in a direction of you know only the truth will suffice and i kind of like that for for tonight's theme like only the truth will suffice in regards to you know where we're headed and what we're doing with our own personal spiritual search for growth and truth <clears throat> the uh, the moon kind of in the later part of cancer it's not going to be there for very much longer only a few more hours but coincidentally it happens to be right in opposition to venus right now and tonight's show is going to be about the retrograde venus venus is almost stationary um meaning that uh, she's not going to be moving a lot further into capricorn because from the earth's point of view she's kind of headed right towards us as she's kind of coming around the circle her orbital path you know she's headed right towards us and now she's going to move retrograde for the next six weeks or so and um right now during the show it's in opposition to the moon could be good it's a balance between um you know what we it's a balance between what we what we know we want for our lives for the way in which we're going to live our lives publicly and our ability to bring a nurturing energy to that um that path. So we all have a certain thing that we would like to do with our lives whether we would like to be parents or uh, married or not married or have a successful career or work in a volunteer situation or um you know any of a number of things that provide for us uh the reputation that we want to have in our life capricorn kind of rules that energy and the moon in cancer which i think is really beautifully connected to venus um is 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 the idea that the loving and nurturing are one of the certainly the best reputations that we can end up having. We look at people like, you know, great philanthropists, or we look at people like Bill, the Gates Foundation, or, you know, we say like, oh, wow, this guy made a lot of money, he made billions, and now he's giving a lot of it away. So there's a there's a connection between a hardworking, loving, love of hard work and love of our reputation, you know, Venus and Capricorn, and the the loving nurturance that causes us to want to give back and take care of others. And I think there's a good connection uh, for that right now. Uh, Mars is in Libra, thank God, because it's the only air that's in the chart, and um, it's it's in the it's in and moving strongly into, as I talked about um, uh, last week, uh, Mars and Mars activating uh, the um, the Grand Cardinal Cross, Grand Cardinal Cross between Jupiter and Uranus and Pluto. 
and Mars is going to be the Libra piece of that. So right now it's getting ready to activate the T-square with Uranus and Pluto. It's actually pretty much in place for that. And, um, you know, if we see any hostilities in relationships, which we did just recently, we're having a little problem with India now because of something that's going on in New York, which seems very political and weird. And the, the, the volley of it all is very heightened. You know, I think uh, things like Obama appointing uh, gay representatives to go as our, as our, you know, representatives and sponsors from the United States to go to the Olympics and be judges and things like that, um, like Billie Jean King and, 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 and Brian Boitano, who actually came out today, um, I think in response to the idea that there are all these gay athletes that are going to Russia, which has been so anti-gay recently. So th- these, these are the kinds of things where our reputations, our social norms, our individuality, and our relationships are all going to be challenged by this cardinal square. It's the, it's the challenge between um, Capricorn, our reputations, who we think we are, and the kind of statement we're trying to make to the world, right? Whether it's conservative or liberal or accepting or tolerant or not accepting, those are all kind of judgmental words. But no matter where you are, you can, you know, where you are in that spectrum, you can take a stand, right? You can take a stand about uh, what what you believe in and what your reputation is as a result of those beliefs and your individuality. And then you get the pushback from other individuals who disagree with you. So I think it's interesting the Mars in um, in Libra and the way that it's activating, really strongly activating the Uranian Pluto square. Uh, Saturn, uh, 19 degrees Scorpio, it's really just still in this fantastic trine with Jupiter and uh, it's been trying to the moon uh, for the last day or so. It's, it's you know, we're, we haven't really heard from Saturn in a while. It's just sort of hanging out there being very peaceful observer. Um, Uranus and Pluto in a separating square. Neptune at two degrees Pisces, not really making any trouble either. Um, that's your Global Energy Minute. I'm Dr. Craig Martin, and you're listening to Inside Connection Radio. Uh, I have somebody else holding uh, in the uh, in the switchboard. Uh, area code seven two zero. You're on the Inside Connection. Are you there? Yes. How are you tonight? My name is Jane, calling from Denver, Colorado. Hi, Jane. Thanks for holding. Um, let me get to the astrology software. Have I ever worked with you before? No. Uh-uh. Um, okay. So I have to add your birth information. Um, what's the what's the first letter of your last name? F is in Frank. And um, go ahead and tell me your birth information. One twenty sixty one. January twenty sixty one. And your birth time? 4.59 a.m. Uh, 4.59. And in what town? Topeka, Kansas. Great. Topeka, Kansas. So you live in Denver now? Yes. Uh-huh. Okay. Are you working? No. No? Um... So your chart has a lot of like you know you I, I'm sure you have worked yes. Oh, I worked very hard for uh, many years and owned my own business and shut it down at the end of last year. 
And okay. um, I'm searching, soul searching right now, and I'm trying to figure out a new business that I might be able to get into. Okay. Well, you know, your chart is is sort of has some what I would say some rel- some relatively lucky stars. It it definitely does. Because Jupiter is the ruler of your chart, and you have Jupiter in the first in Capricorn. So it's a self-made, self-employed, you know, employed, uh, you're self-employed. And with the Sun and Mercury in the second house, there's been some financial success as well. So, there, you know, there, I think that there are some, certainly for, for a lot of people, they would like to be able to say that they know how to work hard, they 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 can work very hard for themselves and then they can connect with a community where they provide services and they can make a successful life for themselves. Some people don't know how to do that <laughs> and you do actually. So that's kind of really nice for you. The ruler of your midheaven is um Venus and Pisces in the 3rd house. So I don't know if you've ever written if you've ever done any kind of authoring, if you have you been a teacher? Um, just briefly, um, when I worked for a company that had me train people on the computer software, but it wasn't like a, a major part of my job. It wasn't like it was a just... formal teaching thing. So no, some of this, are you an artist? Are you, are you an artist at all? Um, I've always been into music and I like to sing and I do like to write song lyrics and I, I, I've been sort of messing around, uh, on my word perfect lately, just writing my thoughts down and maybe thinking about starting a blog of some sort uh-huh. and then go, going from there. But I, I really just yeah. don't know. I'm kind oh, of that's lost. That's fine. Right? I mean, you're, you're, at a, you're in a place right now where you're not necessarily supposed to know. I mean, Neptune's going to be in opposition to your Pluto, and there are, there are, there are some things going on right now where you're, where you're you know, it will become more clear in say about another year for right now there's a little bit of neptune energy that's sort of dissolving and making kind of dreamy and what do you want to get into i would say you know lean towards the art though because that's the direction you're going to go in neptune's going to move further and further for let's say like the next five to ten years through pisces and it's going to conjunct your venus and it's going to conjunct your moon and it, you're going to feel more drawn than ever to your art, to your music, to your lyrics, um, to being able to express yourself that way. Maybe you should look into, you know, finding somebody who might, you know, compose with you, even if you did it as like a sort of a hobby with that person. You know, find somebody mm-hmm. that, that's really musical and see if you could compose something with them as the lyricist. Yeah, that's a good idea. I've got several people around me that are musicians right now. I think it will be really great for you if you can afford to do that. Um, because mm-hmm. your chart is sort of, you know, like kind of easy. Are you going to move? <sighs> I don't know. <laughs> I, I've been wanting to move out yeah, of Because Denver Uranus so is, I'm just going to say, Uranus know. is going to go into your fourth house in 2014. It's already kind of touched into it a little bit, but it's really going to go in there. And a lot of times when Uranus goes into the fourth house, there's a sudden move because Uranus creates sort of uh, a sudden kind of change. It isn't going to make a very strong aspect to anything in your chart right now. So until until it makes a strong aspect 
you may not move until then, but you're going to feel very restless with where you are. And, and I would say, you know, moving would be good for you. It would definitely freshen things up for you because that's one place where you feel a little stagnant. Yeah, exactly. I've been thinking about that a lot, and I've been thinking yeah. some different places. What do you, do you see? Can I ask, do you see anything love-wise? Could the move be for love or anything like that? Um, you know, you haven't met anyone this year because you have Mars in Cancer in the seventh house, and and Jupiter's in Cancer. So I'm just sort of wondering, Jupiter's still in your seventh house. It's because well, I've had some. I've had someone long distance in my life for several years, and it's gotten to the point a couple months ago where I don't. I'm not really even sure what we are anymore. Uh huh. But I've also got this my eye on somebody who lives out of state that we haven't I haven't met yet. So there's kind of this stuff going on, but I don't know. Yeah, I mean, the, the, honestly, the, you have very good signs for your love life. Very good this year and into 2014. Jupiter is going to go uh, into Leo and be in opposition to your Mercury, and Mercury rules your your relationship house. So uh, Jupiter-Mercury opposition is a great transit for, you know, having a relationship. The specific dates on that really aren't probably until closer to the summer of 2014, but because Jupiter is in your seventh house, um, I see you doing a lot of communicating with with people until you really find someone where it's going to really click, and that's Uh going to come by the summer. So anytime between now and the summer... Um, I say, yes, you're going to establish. So maybe that's why you'll move suddenly. You know, maybe it yeah. is that you're cert- you're casting a wide net. And, you know, are you wanting to get out of Colorado? Yeah, actually, the vibes I'm putting out are like, yeah, get me out of here. <laughs> okay. I hate to say I've just no, been here it's for okay. like, I've been here 20 years, okay? And I used to live in Kansas City, and I was going to move back there. I had four contracts on four houses at the beginning of the year, and none of them, they all fell through. And I thought, okay, stop. It ain't going to happen now. <laughs> and uh, so I thought, well, we'll wait till next year and see what happens. So maybe it will be somebody that kind of pulls me out of here because I'm putting it out for that. Yeah, and the guy that, I mean, it's going to be fast. When you and, move, it's going to be fast. So, yeah. um, you know, be be ready for that too. Like be ready to sort of just say, okay, this is it. I'm going to, you know, like take this opportunity and make this change. Well, it's nice to talk to you. Merry Christmas. I hope you have a lovely end of the year. And um, I'm going to get back and just talk a little bit about retrograde Venus and Capricorn. You might want to listen to it since it's about love life, pretty strongly about love life. And um, I will, and I'll be in touch again. I'll talk with you at another time then. Okay. Thank you. Hi. So, you know, Venus retrograde is, um, you know, doesn't happen as often as um you know mercury retrograde because mercury goes around the sun so fast every 88 days it goes around um around the the sun so we get a lot of uh, mercury retrogrades like five of them a year venus retrograde um is less because venus is taking a lot longer to go around the sun in one cycle so 
Um, but it does retrograde fairly frequently, more often than Mars. About every 18 months, Venus retrogrades. And um, it does so for, you know, five or um, up to about six weeks, sometimes a little bit longer than that, but usually right around in that neighborhood. So Venus is going retrograde on Sunday in Capricorn. And um, you know, there's a lot of things that... Um, that retrograde means that it means to me you know at times when we reassess um but venus rules values and venus rules relationships and venus rules finances so venus retrograde even if it's not in capricorn you know is going to make us reassess uh, our values and the um the relationships that we have and our financial situation and um, it's a good time for, like, saying, like, taking a look at your books or creating a budget. But it's not a good time for um, branching out and making a large purchase or trying to do something financially risky. Uh, it's not a good time for the same reason to uh, start a new relationship, but it is a good time to reassess the relationships that you're in. And I think we're actually going to be doing quite a bit of that because Capricorn is very serious. So Venus in Capricorn is going to cause a certain kind of serious reevaluation of of our values, our finances, and our and our relationship situation. So the Capricorn thing could bring up, I think, rejection because Capricorn's kind of a funny energy. It's um, very much about status, and they have a certain kind of underlying fear about not being looked on highly, about being rejected socially. So the idea is that we could, you know, maybe take a look at our relationships and wonder: Is the relationship that I'm with, you know, is it helping me? to achieve what I want to achieve and um, the, um, the that comes to mind because I think the Capricorn part is about our career our social standing Venus and Capricorn says you know well, I, I love in a way where it adds to um, my ability to do something practical with my life. See, earth signs are very practical, but Capricorn in particular is very practical. Like, what's the bottom line on how successful, you know, whatever that means to you, what's the bottom line on how successful I'm going to be? So this retrograde Capricorn Venus is um, is going to be looking at the relationship and is it facilitating the kind of public standing that you want? Is it helping to move you in the direction of where you want to be? So um, traditionally, retrograde Venus says that old lovers, old friends, and old people, you know, from our lives that we've had uh, strong intimacies with or love life will reemerge. But that's a part of the reassessing. Venus retrograde causes us to psychically send out energy that reconnects us with people, whether we're doing that at a conscious or an unconscious level. So they show up because we've reestablished, you know, a, a retrograde bond. Certainly, you know, like retrograde means that we've we've sort of um, uh, put the put the tide back out to low. And in, the, in, in that way, instead of moving forward and moving forward and moving forward, we've, we've pulled back and we've, we've pulled back away from uh, all of the forward motion that, you know, we do most of the time. It's natural for us to mostly be moving in a, in a forward fashion, but there are these retrograde periods that cause us to pull back 
and 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 look at our lives in review. So love life is is one is one big part of that. And don't be surprised if uh, you know somebody calls you up and um, you haven't heard from them in a while, and they're just sort of checking to see how you are. <laughs> um, the um, it's not necessarily a great time for. Uh, you know, establishing a new relationship. And if you're in a relationship, because of the Capricorn nature, it, it could be a little terse. You you want to make sure that, especially while it's in the stationary spots, which is this Sunday, and then at the end of January, that if you have something to say, that maybe you want to wait until the stationary time is in motion, because the uh, the stationary time can add a lot of really strong energy um, to the retrograde motion, meaning it can make us all of a sudden like realize that something's not really going the way we want it to, and it's not really working. We may not be feeling very affectionate, or we may not be feeling very loving at all. Um, Venus in in uh, in Capricorn is a, is a, is a little can be a little dour. The other thing I want to mention is that the last time it went retrograde in. Capricorn. The last time Venus went retrograde in Capricorn was at the very beginning of 2006, like February 2006. So we may be reviewing or redoing similar things to the things that we did then. I want to wish everybody a Merry Christmas. I probably will be doing a show um, uh, next Thursday. And um, I want to, you know, wish everyone happiness into the new year, even though we're going to be bringing this retrograde Venus with us. Much happiness and love, and in the review that we're going to be doing, way may we find that uh, where we're at is actually where we really want to be. So um, many blessings to everybody, and I will see you and be talking with you throughout 2014 and next Thursday night. Have a great night. <laughs>
Nie, 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 nie,